you know what that means? That $84,000 is all yours tax free. That's how the wealthy do it, okay? What if I told you that you could live the life of your dreams? What if I told you that you learn a lot in high school and some of it's helpful, but none of it really prepares you for the real world? Where do you learn how to start your own business? How to pick a career? How to grow and excel by doing what you love and not what you were told? How to pay taxes and invest? Who teaches you how to win with your money and live your best life in the process? I do. You're listening to Mia Reveals. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the channel that is committed to helping you win with your money and live the life of your dreams. And today we're going to jump right into it. We have been talking about investing and in the last episode we covered the stock market. And what did we talk about? We talked about how the stock market works, how to make money on the market. And we veered into why you shouldn't just take anybody's advice when deciding to invest. There is a lot of advice out there. There's a lot of experts and gurus so just be very careful who you listen to when you decide to invest but last week's episode was full of good information if you missed it you should definitely take some time to listen but today I want to answer a few more questions that I get a lot when it comes to investing in the stock market so if you're on the fence about investing because you think the market will crash then stay tuned if you want to know the difference between trading and investing then you should probably definitely stay tuned and if you want to know your investment options what the differences are between stocks and bonds and forex and crypto then set your reminders subscribe add it to your calendar whatever it is that you do because that will be the topic of next week's episode but let's get into it okay so first off let's tackle the what if the market crashes question what do I do if I start investing and all of a sudden the market crashes what then well, that's a good question. I mean, I've said it repeatedly at this point, I feel like, but nothing is for certain when investing. About the only thing that you can count on for sure when it comes to the stock market is the market is going to crash. However, the next thing that you can count on is that the market will recover. And that's the key point that I want you to take away today. But don't go nowhere. Keep listening. A market crash is basically a sudden drop in the stock market. And I've told you before that no one invests hoping for a price drop you want prices to increase when you invest so that your bank account will increase okay well for any number of reasons the market can crash um recessions the war pandemics everything basically that has been happening for the last two years the last big recession was in what was it 2008 because of the housing market collapse. More recently, we saw the coronavirus pandemic cause a market crash. The point is, is that the market will crash, but it is nothing to be afraid of and it should absolutely not stop you from investing. Why? First of all, a market crash does not mean that you will lose all of your money. I have an older YouTube video on this and we talked about the 2008 recession and in it we discussed the S&P 500 and over the course of that recession it lost roughly half of its value. During the COVID crash, I think it was a total value loss of 37%. You get the gist. Anything less than 100% means that you still have money in the bank. A market crash does not necessarily mean that you are going broke. 
Now, for those who are in retirement who are living off the income from their investments, they may feel a tad bit differently on the subject. If the account that your survival depends on suddenly loses half of its value, then nothing that I'm saying right now is going to make a difference to you. You're going to want answers. But instead of fearing a stock market crash, you should plan for it. If you are prepared, even if you are retired and you're living off your retirement income, if you plan ahead and expect the inevitable, you will come out basically unscathed. Because yes, market crashes are inevitable. The stock market goes through cycles, it's nothing new. Honestly, the time period between the 2008 recession and COVID was the longest period in history of uninterrupted gains. So if you know it's going to happen, what do you do? Well, first, save. I am an advocate for investing. I will advise you to invest all day. You wanna build wealth, you wanna live the life of your dreams, you have to invest. Saving alone won't do it, but there's a balance because you have to save too. Here's the deal. When you're young and you're just building wealth by investing, to be honest, the stock market crashing should mean nothing. And I emphasize absolutely nothing to you because by the time it recovers, you still won't be anywhere closer to retiring or needing those investments. Like I said, the economic downturns are par for the course and so are economic recoveries. After the 2008 debacle where the market value was basically cut in half, in just one year after that, the S&P 500 gained back 68%. And just two years later, another 84%. That means, listen up, because you know I like numbers. But if you had half a mil invested and you lost half of it over the course of a year, year and a half, you'd be looking at $250,000. But in the next year, a 68% gain would get you back to $420,000. It's not back to the original uh, $500,000 yet, but another gain of 84% will put you at $772,800. And that's more than the half a million dollars that you started with. So you see that? Here's the next big takeaway, guys. Historically, market recoveries exceed market downturns. But the only way that you benefit from that is to leave the investments alone. If you see your account at half of what it was and you decide to sell, you are accepting that loss. Mm. This episode right here has a lot of golden nuggets in it. It is only a loss when you sell. So it may look like you're losing money. Stop looking at it. Leave it alone and go live your life. And when the market picks back up, then go check it. Investing without knowing what you're doing, even just the basics, can cost you like you wouldn't believe it. It's the difference between accepting a $250,000 loss because you took your money out versus waiting patiently for the inevitable market to recover and watching that lousy 250K turn into a smooth 750K. And again, for those who rely on uh, their investments for retirement income, you should never stop saving for emergencies. Always have a contingency plan. Work on having multiple streams of passive income. You never know how long a crash can last. Could be years, it could be minutes. In 2010, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ 100, and Russell 2000, <laughs> 
These are not race cars. These are index funds, but they all crashed. And within 36 minutes, they were all rebounding, meaning in just 36 minutes, the market crashed and then it recovered. So you just never know. But you do not sell at the sign of trouble. You wait patiently, which brings us to the difference between trading and investing. I told you guys in the last episode that investing is a long term venture. The goal of investing is to gradually build wealth over time. You buy, you diversify, you hold. This method stands the test of time, the trial of economic inefficiencies, and results in some crazy wealth building. The idea really is not even to need the money that you saved by investing, but you just want to live off the retirement income. Example, I'd love to. Say you have $100,000 already invested and you contribute $300 more every month for 25 years and only get an annual return of 8%. Now, at the end of that 20 years or 25 years, you will have $1,019,325 in that investment account. $100,000 is the money that you started with. You added another 90 and the 8% interest you earned was $829,325. Can you believe that $300 every month for 25 years is just $90,000, but that 8% interest turns into over $800,000? <laughs> Baby, that's that compound interest right there. But I can't even go there because I don't even think I'm supposed to be here, but I am. So I'm going to make my point. You now have over $1 million saved. And if you leave it there and don't invest anything else, guess what? That 8% interest still applies. So instead of pulling from the milli you saved, you can live off the 8% interest income. 8% of $1,019,325 is an annual income of $84,603. Well, $84, and if you really listen to me and watch my YouTube and read my blogs and pay attention to my Instagram posts, then you would have invested in a Roth account. You know what that means? That $84,000 is all yours tax-free. That's how the wealthy do it, okay? That's a little over $7,000 a month. Add on any social security or any other benefits you get and you're set. And you still have over $1 million saved. That is the benefit of investing. But when you trade, see, y'all thought I forgot where I was. You may have forgot, but there's a method to my madness. Trading is not long-term. It is the frequent buying and selling. And the goal is to strike gold, honestly. I'ma just keep it real. People who trade on the market are in it to make profits from selling the securities that they buy. If they see a stock for what they think is a good price and they try to time the market and watch the news and keep an eye on the prices, then their hope is to sell it at a higher price and get a gain. And I know that there are people who think that if they aren't buying Bitcoin or shares in Apple or stock in weed, that they're not investing. And that is their ultimate investment goal. And that is the perception that I want to change because I can't tell you what to do with a few shares of a few companies if the market crashes. If you're a trader, you have all of your eggs in one basket. And if that company or that coin fails and you don't know whether you should hold on to it or wait a little bit longer or sell it, I mean, you're going to lose big. Did you know that roughly 95% of traders lose money? There's only a three to 5% success rate in stock trading. And that success rate means that they make a living trading, but that doesn't mean it's a good living. 
I'm just saying, I'm not knocking day trading. Okay, maybe I am. I just, I don't recommend it. I really don't. I, I you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a thin line. The only time that I recommend it to my clients who ask about it are the ones who can't afford it. And the ones that have tried come back and say it wasn't worth it. And that's real. Not when you can invest and live your life on a beach somewhere away from constantly watching the market, trying to sell crypto or stocks in random companies. Have you seen how much and how quickly prices change on the market? That's your homework. And if you follow me on Instagram, I'm going to help you cheat because I'm going to post and I'm going to show it to you on there. But the people who do well trading are the people who have the money to really trade. I'm telling you, it's like gambling. And I think the rich who get bored, just go play on the stock market. Because in order to really make money trading, and I'm not talking about a couple hundred dollars here or a grand or two there, but I mean real money. When you want to make real money, you have to put some real money on the table apple share price right now is 178 dollars it might change by the time you listen but at the time right now of me recording this pod the apple share price is 178 dollars in order to get 10 shares in apple you need at least what 1800 dollars and even if the share price increased by 24 percent to 400 dollars that only gets you 4,000 meaning you only earned about 2,000 and that's not including the trading fees So if you don't know what you're doing, trading, day trading, stock trading, any act of picking investments to buy and eventually sell, it's dangerous and it's risky. Warren Buffett, the billionaire investor who I would highly recommend you listen to, he said that it's best to buy a S&P 500 low cost index fund and to keep buying it because index funds hold every stock in an index. And that includes household names like Apple. Microsoft, Netflix, Google, Facebook, Amazon. Shall I go on? Index funds are diversified and you can avoid and really ignore the ups and downs of the market when you invest, not trade, but just invest. But that concludes this episode, guys. I am so exhausted, but I love doing this so much. I really do. And I really do hope that it's helpful. If you have any questions, please look me up. You can find me on Instagram at Mia underscore reveals underscore YT. My website, MiaReveals.com. It's a hub for everything. And my YouTube channel, you guessed it, Mia Reveals. Until the next time.